I wanted to know what God was speaking to you because in some ways I'm, I feel like we're living on borrowed time. Absolutely. I feel like Donald Trump has been a respite, a, a peace, time of peace, a time of grace maybe, mm -hmm. you call it, that it was time for God's people to get ready, but it will happen and it will happen suddenly, and when it happens, it's, it happens in minutes, in seconds, it happens. And people say, well, I'll get ready sometime, but they, they don't prepare. They're not ready for what's coming. In the month of November of last year, while I was fasting and praying, the Lord appeared to me and he said, I will open doors for you to go to the U.S. in 2018. And the main purpose is to prepare the nation for my coming. Prepare them for the judgments that are going to come. Prepare them for the end times that are going to come. And prepare them for the hard times, the times of persecution that are going to come. This is the reason why I say very empathetically that Mr. Donald Trump is God's last respite for this nation. A, a period of grace. A period of grace that God has extended for this nation, which he is answering the prayers of millions of Christians who have prayed over the years. Oh God. And now he has answered the prayer and is giving them four years of grace to put things right. If during these four years things are put right and the church is cleansed and all the false workers are all kicked out and the church is put back in right order, then Mr. Trump will be re-elected for another four years. You know, I, I, I like to add one more thing. Yeah. Two years ago, I was interceding for the U.S. So I prayed very much. Lord, why should you continue to send judgments one after another? Mm -hmm. And then I told the Lord, look at all the so many prayer movements in the United States. Hundreds and thousands of people are praying. So when so many people are praying, yeah. why couldn't you yeah. restore this nation back to goodness? And then I quoted so Nineveh. I said, Lord, look at Nineveh. You sent one prophet there, and the whole Nineveh, Nineveh, yeah, and the whole nation repented, and you prevented yourself from destroying the city because they repented. So if uh, no one prayed, but they simply repented because of one prophet's message, mm -hmm. there are so many righteous people in the United States, so many godly men and women of God, so many people who are fasting and praying. Why should you not spare the U.S. like you spared Nineveh? And the Lord Jesus listened very patiently to what I said, and then he answered me. When Nineveh heard the message of Jonah, every one of them, including the king, he came out from his throne, sat in sackcloth and ashes, and repented. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, can you guarantee me that this was when Obama was still the president. He said, can you guarantee me that Mr. Obama will do likewise? So when the Lord posed me this question, I said, Lord, I surrender my case. I don't think Mr. Obama will get out from the White House, sit in sackcloth and ashes, 
and pray together with the hundreds and thousands of intercessors who will pray for the U.S. And that is why I believe now God has brought Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump will do like what the king of Nineveh did. He will sit in sackcloth and ashes because he is God's man to stand in the gap for this nation. Wow. wow. That's the reason why I say very empathetically that Mr. Donald Trump is God's last respite for this nation. A, Write that down. A period of grace. A period of grace that God has extended for this nation which he is answering the prayers of millions of Christians who have prayed over the years. Oh God. And now he has answered the prayer and is giving them four years of grace to put things right. If during these four years things are put right and the church is cleansed and all the false workers are all kicked out and the church is put back in right order, then Mr. Trump will be re-elected for another four years. You know, I'd I, I like to add one more thing. Yeah. Two years ago, I was interceding for the U.S. So I prayed very much. Lord, why should you continue to send judgments one after another? Mm -hmm. And then I told the Lord, look at all the so many prayer movements in the United States. Hundreds and thousands of people are praying. So when so many people are praying, yes. why couldn't you yeah. restore this nation back to goodness? And then I quoted so Nineveh. I said, Lord, look at Nineveh. You sent one prophet there. And the whole nation Nineveh. Yeah. And the whole nation repented. And you prevented yourself from destroying the city because they repented. So if uh, no one prayed, but they simply repented because of one prophet's message. Mm -hmm. There are so many righteous people in the United States. So many godly men and women of God. So many people who are fasting and praying. Why should you not spare the U.S. like you spared Nineveh? And the Lord Jesus listened very patiently to what I said. And then he answered me. When Nineveh heard the message of Jonah, every one of them, including the king, he came out from his throne, sat in sackcloth and ashes, and repented. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, can you guarantee me that this was when Obama was still the president. He said, can you guarantee me that Mr. Obama will do likewise? So when the Lord posed me this question, I said, Lord, I surrender my case. I don't think Mr. Obama will get out from the White House, sit in sackcloth and ashes, and pray together with the hundreds and thousands of intercessors who will pray for the U.S. And that is why I believe now God has brought Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump will do like what the king of Nineveh did. He will sit in sackcloth and ashes because he is God's man to stand in the gap for this nation. Wow. Wow.
half of America wants to kill him. I heard about that. Yeah. That is why it is very, very important for all the Christians to pray for Mr. Trump. Many Christians don't want Mr. Trump because no. they want rebellion. Mm -hmm. They don't want I don't understand how come so many pastors in the United States of America are against the President of the United States when he's the only one running basically at that point, the two, the two that were the only one that said, we've got to stop murdering our babies. Right, that's right. That's enough. Just that one point, and there's dozens of points. But that point, of the man says, we must stop murdering our babies. Why did God choose Donald Trump? I asked you that question before. You know, we all have issues with our life. We all have shortcomings. Yeah. We all have either big mouth or small mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. It's good. So, so does Mr. Trump. Sure. You know, you, you made a very good statement earlier. He's not an actor. How he was before he became the president, that's how he is right now. That's right. He's the real stuff. Right. That's it. So besides that. Yeah. It's just him. He's just who he is. Right. Besides that, I believe he's a God-fearing man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, God has chosen him to stand as the, like, the king of the nation and because of his God-fearingness he becomes now a doorway for God and the angels to come through into this nation for one purpose to cleanse this nation of all the filth of all the mess so that So that God can pour out His Spirit, His last days powers of the age to come upon this nation, so that this nation will once again become a God nation. It is your duty to pray.
the prayers that people have been praying for years is going to be answered in these days. You know, if you read the book of Chronicles, you will read that during peace times, the kings built cities. During war times, they cannot build. So in the same manner, the God has given you a righteous man and has given you four years of peace to build the church, to build the kingdom of God in the United States of America. Four good years, four good years, four peaceful years, four years of righteousness. And it is your bounden duty to pray for the safety of your president. All of you are appointed by God as secret service agents. Those secret service agents protect him physically. But you are special breed. You will protect him through your prayers. It won't be easy. Never pray. The swamp will continue to fight him every step of the way. But under President Trump, our families will thrive. Our incomes will rise. Our communities will be kept safe. Our factories will flourish. Our flag will fly high. Our country will soar. And we will make America great again. Then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to Him, for the hour of His judgment has come, and worship Him. I want you to go to America and warn them of the judgment that is coming upon them. Now please listen very carefully. If they choose the wrong president. famous person in the world by far. I said, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. They said, yes, you are. I said, no. They said, who's more famous? I said, Jesus Christ. America will be judged. That's why this weighing scale is here. How will she be judged? Two ways. A flood is determined for her. It will devastate the Mideast. A fire is appointed for her. It will devastate the Midwest. So to the east is a flood, to the west is fire. I don't exactly know why, but I'm just saying to you what the Lord told me.
a flood is determined for her it will devastate the mid east and a fire is appointed for her it will devastate the mid west then the lord jesus looked at me and he said now i want you to go to america and warn them of the judgment that is coming upon them now please listen very carefully if they choose the wrong president you know this is the second time in my entire ministry in the us from 1991 till now where the lord specifically spoke to me concerning the destiny of the united states in relationship to choosing the right president have never heard from the lord in the previous years like that so he said go and warn them of the judgment that will come upon them if they choose the wrong president he now referring to mr trump should continue for another term for god's purposes to be done for this nation which means god is extending his grace towards the united states of america for one more time one more time you know sometimes you cannot see what is taking place behind the scene we look at a person's external acts and then we want to hurl stones at him throw all kinds of big bads this is a good for nothing president this is not nonsense president during a recent online study that we were doing i felt a stirring one day and i made an appeal to all the students who were on our class i said i call for a 21 day daily fast for the us elections which should have begun from the 12th of october and 21 days will last right up to a day before the us election november 2 it will last that long so i i said i feel a great stirring in my spirit this nation is at a crossroad and you should not vote for the wrong guy so wrong guy should not come to office if a wrong guy comes to office then this I was studying the book of Daniel in chapter 11 suddenly I saw a vision 
and the Lord began to speak to me about the United States again. And he said, three powerful prince angels are stationed with President Trump. Just like the angels stood with King Darius to strengthen him. You read that in Daniel chapter 11 verse 1. This angel who stood with King Darius, now King Darius is not a Christian. He's not even a Jew. He's a Gentile. A Persian king. But God's prince angel was appointed to stand with him, to guard him and protect him. In the similar manner, three, three powerful prince angels are stationed with President Trump and they will strengthen him and he will triumph. It can mean he will be re-elected. It can also mean he will overcome all the big bats that were thrown at him. He will triumph. And the Lord Jesus said this, I love him. He is my servant. And when the Lord Jesus spoke that, I saw tears coming down his eyes. He said, I love him. He is my servant. He will fulfill my will for this nation as well as for Israel. If the Christians in this country will gather together in groups, in churches, to pray sincerely without prejudice and bias, then I will push back the enemy's plans to thwart Trump. I'm curious, you know, the president has said that his views on gay marriage, on same-sex marriage, have evolved, but he's opposed to it. You're opposed to it. Have your views evolved? Look, uh, I just think uh, that uh, the good news is that as more and more Americans be, come to understand what this is all about is a simple proposition. Who do you love? Who do you love? And will you be loyal to the person you love? And that's what people are finding out is what, what all marriages at their root are about. Well, whether they're marriages of lesbians or gay men or heterosexuals. Is that what you believe now? That's you, what I believe. And you're comfortable with same-sex marriage now? I, I Look, I am Vice President of the United States of America. Um, the President sets the policy. I am absolutely comfortable with the fact that men marrying men, women marrying women, and heterosexual men and women marrying men are entitled to the same exact rights, all the civil rights, all the civil liberties. And quite frankly, I don't see much of a distinction uh, beyond that. If you look at the history of the kings in the Bible, even those who are handpicked by God, they were never perfect. Right? They were never perfect. But they were God's choice. So you cannot expect a perfect person to be in the office when the citizens are not perfect. Right? When we are not perfect, how can you expect another man to be perfect? They'll be bound to be ups and downs. 
the most important issue is who is god's man god calls nebuchadnezzar another heathen king he is my servant cyrus another heathen king he was called by name in the bible you know 500 years before he was born i was amazed when i read the scriptures you know maybe 100 100 years before cyrus was ever born his name is written in the bible and god calls him he is my servant who will do my will and during the reign of king cyrus what is that one will of god that he di- he did to release the jews to go back to jerusalem and then finance them to rebuild the walls of jerusalem and to build the temple again that's all he did and that was his destiny but what how was his reign during his entire lifetime nebuchadnezzar extremely proudful arrogant king but god calls him my servant who will execute my will so don't look at the externalities of a person and then throw brick bats and judge them what's most important is what is god's choice who is god's choice then cast your vote to god's choice i will show him my favor and shower my grace upon him he is a broken man within him and fights for survival this is how god sees him you know i i bet none of us knows what mr trump feels in his bedroom right when he's all alone in his bedroom how you will never know his heart but god is seeing his heart and he's saying he's fighting for survival not even the next term you know even to finish his term he's fighting for his survival he's a broken man the very people who should support him even if they turn against him the evangelical christians if they turn against him then you will lose all hope isn't it it's like your own family turning against you a father turning against his children the children turning against the father or the wife turning against the husband and the husband turning against the wife how can a family stand all the nasty attacks against him show the sinful and evil nature of the majority of the people of this nation who want unrighteousness to triumph there is an evil plan by the lgbt community to vote trump out and transform this nation into sodom and gomorrah their borders are not secure 
the southern entry is where evil is brought into this nation even witchcraft sorcery and abominations of many kinds are brought into this country through that access the enemy is fighting hard to prevent the wall of protection from coming up you know i have seen in multiple visions that groups and groups of witches and wizards chanting and putting curses upon mr trump they are chanting they are concocting all these potions and they are putting curses upon him and also they are working doubly hard so that judge amy is not voted to become a supreme court justice is all the plans of their enemy working terribly hard and what do the christians do sleep sleep you don't care when they who work for satan can be so fervent how should the church be no you are fighting with one another right we are busy making videos and putting on youtube criticizing this church this pastor against that pastor against these against that what are we doing instead of using the sword to fight against the devil we are using the sword to fight with one another is that the reason why the holy spirit gave you that sword the sword of the spirit is not to fight with each other I am not your enemy you are not my enemy right the principalities the powers and the rulers of darkness and the spiritual wickedness in the high places they are our enemy so we should war against them not against one another but look how successfully the enemy has caused us to be diverted so one last chance now You're still